This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, I was in uh, when I was. I, I'm going to just keep mentioning being overseas until I wear it out. And by the way, this is us. This is I'm going to let you finish. Welcome oh. to the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's I'm going to let you with finish. With Amy and Black the Oprah. Award winning, the Pulitzer Prize winning. <laughs> AKA Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, when I was, um, when I was in the London, I had, I was invited and was very, thrilled to do an episode of rocks back pages podcast and rocks back pages shout out to those guys that go oh totally cool uh mark pringle barney hoskins the coolest the hardest working man in showbiz easily <laughs> so i have i unlike courtney and not i do not go into a cringe jennifer lopez panic when <sighs> i hear my uh voice because i did tv for a while and i've been in uh, a, a writer so i'm used to hearing my voice on tape but I mean, I was just like, who's that gay guy with Amy in, in the podcast? Oh, that's like, me. <laughs> but I'm rarely interviewed. Right. I'm usually doing something like this where I'm talking or I'm interviewing somebody. So when I did the Rocks Back Pages podcast, which I highly recommend you listen to because it's high fucking hilarious. I'm listening to it and it's like, and, okay, and, oh, Jesus Christ, why don't you just put the map of New York City on my face and be done with it? It was horrifying. So I luckily when I do this I'm more in control and I don't say and every two seconds. But you got self control like Laura Brown again. Oh <laughs> my fucking god! I don't even know where to go with that. Courtney going for the second <laughs> single off the third album. The second <laughs> single off the third album. The legendary self control. <laughs> oh my god! Anyways, so with summer we we figured. Let's talk about some TV. TV. And not just The View, because of all my friends, I'm the only one who likes Megan McCain. Yeah, we were going to have, we were actually, I wanted to, um, okay, I'm going to tell you, this is a true story. We were supposed to start taping, we were going to tape something, and we had to be at a certain place at a certain time, and I budgeted into my time getting here, watching the first 15 minutes of The View, because I want to have a new segment, What Stupid Shit Did Megan McCain Say Today? But shockingly when discussing the president calling four women of color you know telling them to go back to their own country even Meghan McCain was against that but of course because it is Meghan McCain she managed to make it about herself by mentioning <laughs> the fact that she has a, a, um, a, daughter, a sister a sister who is of color yes and 
um, also managing to make it in her martyr complex. I know I'll take a lot of heat for this. I know I'm the only Republican willing to say this. I know they're telling me in my IFB to stop talking. And it's like, bitch, ain't nobody <laughs> telling you to do shit. Well, anyway, but she didn't say anything stupid today. But the thing is, I, I watched the view at this point. To see what kind of stupid shit she's going to say. I'm obsessed with Megan McCain. She's a cow. I, oh my god. She is the. She is. She Amy. Is a cow. I'm not talking about what she looks like. I'm talking about mentally I mean, a cow. I know, but still, she's a mental look, cow. But here's the thing. That's a bad thing to call somebody because I didn't realize how much of an insult it was until one time my mother and I were going back and forth. I was like, "You are really being a cow, baby. You would have thought." All right, what I animal thought, should I call her? Yeah, I don't even know. She hung up on me and would not talk to me for a week because okay. I said she's a cow. Cows are cute. That's I like what I cows. thought, but evidently, people don't like being called a cow. All I right, don't know I'll why I'm upset. Obs- Fine, she's she's a fucking aardvark. I you know what's the weird thing about her? I, you know, we don't, politically, we're not always, we're not aligned. But when I hear her talk about some things, it makes sense to me. Yeah, whatever. It's not, it's not, but listen, and then I'll see her with Joy, who's completely a Democrat, and she yells back, too, and says crazy shit that doesn't make sense. So they all do. No, but know? the thing with Meghan McCain is that Meghan McCain is the female version of Rudy Giuliani in that she, oh, managed, that's a horrible in that she manages to insert the name of her father into any conversation the way that Rudy Giuliani used to do with 9-11. Right. Joe Biden once said that Rudy Giuliani... Literally, every sentence begins with a noun, a verb, and 9-11. Okay? Megan McCain, and God rest her Honey, father. Honey, if you tuned in for the shade, welcome to I'm going to let you finish. It's dripping well, it's today. it's out. We need it's shade. It's dripping okay? today. All right, and Megan McCain literally is a noun and a verb, and my father. I don't know why I like her. It's such a weird thing. And she's also one of those, I have gay friends. Okay. I don't know what it is about her I like. I, I think I like that sometimes she has really big hair and I love big hair. And I like when she has like the big hair with the curls in it. So that makes me like her that day. Because I'm like, oh, look at her hair. It's really cute. But anyway, you know. politically, I find her to be appalling. Well, as you can see, we're talking about TV and what we watch. We're talking about TV. And I watch The View every day. I'm one of those people watch, working I've in the always, background. Hey, I auditioned for The View. Uh, did you really? Yes, I did. The original go round. The original. Go-round. Did you have to do like a TV? I when sit down, I, do the back pa- in back in the nineties when I was a when I was a basic cable star when I was on VH1. <laughs> shout out to Four on the Floor. Um, they were when they were looking oh for God, a new God, young four one. On the floor. Hey, that's what. <laughs> right. Yeah. When they were looking for a new young one, that's right. how long ago it was. Right. I was be considered the you young the, one, and they the, brought right. me in for an audition. Nothing happened, yeah. obviously, but I was brought in for an audition. With um, Barbara Walters? Well, I mean, no, they just met with me. I didn't okay, get gotcha. to actually oh, you didn't meet do it. Oh, no, okay. God, are you kidding? I would have lost my fucking mind. Are right. you kidding? No, I, no, just back then. But anyway, um, so when I was overseas, you know, I was like, I wonder how my cat is. I wonder how my family is. What am I missing on television? Right. Because you know, <laughs> the greatest thing about the digital age is that you can just catch up on television. Because I was really concerned. Right. I mean, I was concerned about three things when I was overseas. One, that Trump was going to declare war in a country that I was in close proximity to, and I'd right. have to figure out how to get my monkey ass back home. Yeah. Two, 
something I'm sure involving death in my family or something like that. <laughs> and three, <laughs> Two, that I wouldn't be able to be catch bad. up on my television. Right, right, right. That I wouldn't be able to catch up on my television. Which is such a thing of the past. Nobody ever worries about that anymore, no, right? No, no, because no. everything is like, oh, you missed it? Here it is online. Yeah, you can watch thing. it on your phone right yeah, now. Absolutely. Like, who cares? Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. All right, so the three shows, our favorite summer shows are what? Well, let's talk about Pose first. Uh, let's talk about Pose. Because you're gay. Yeah. What do you think about this season? You're gay. I am. Especially on Tuesdays. It's like Taco Tuesday. Is that when it's on? Is, yeah. I don't even know it when is, these shows are on. It's on Tuesdays, on. Oh, actually. Oh, okay. All right, good. It's on Tuesdays. Okay. All right, so It's like Pose. Taco Tuesday, Dick, and Pose. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's what happens on Tuesday. All right, so Pose. All right, so when it first started, I have never been a knee-jerk Ryan Murphy fan. I used right. to watch Nip Tuck. Right. Uh, and then it got stupid. I've only watched I never watch American Horror Story because it's got the word horror in it. And I get I'm easily scared. Yeah, I watch I've watched Horror Story. There are a couple of seasons I didn't like, so I skipped through them. But I'm going to watch this new season of American Horror Story because Angelica Ross, who plays the very fabulous Candy oh. on Pose, has now been cast as a series regular on Ryan Murphy's American Horror Story oh, okay. 1984, which has a slasher film, 80 slasher film theme this season. Oh, okay. I still won't watch yeah, it so I'm it's very, scary. Shout out to Angelica. Shout out to her portrayal as Candy. Shout out to this last episode that aired that was really Candy-centric, in case you guys haven't well, seen it. Well, it's Candy-centric because she did. Yeah, but... <laughs> I really felt like it was done right, and I loved how, you know, she got to have all of those moments with people, including the parents, and right. then her big lip sync send off in the ballroom. I thought it was done really, really well. My only issue, I, when I first started work watching Pose, um, it took me about two or three episodes, I think, before it really gelled. Right. Sometimes, look, what Pose is trying to do and what it is usually succeeding in doing is fucking revolutionary. Yes. Okay. I mean, we use that term so much, but this is revolutionary because we have never seen television starring people like that. We, we, we're never going to see him. We're never going to see him. Well, again. because when we talk about, you know, you ever see any shows about the gay community, it's always a group of either like the L word, right? Lesbians right. in LA or queer spoken, all of these shows where it's always about a group of white gay friends who might have one black gay friend. Right. You're never talking about the experience of being young, queer kids of color. In oh, New York and trans seen, we've kids also never of the color, trans, the tra- it's of, of color. color, which is what is really important. And to I say. will, and I will give very it to the three non of color men who have done this show that they have handed a majority of the work over to um, trans women of color. Yes, to to do this. The only, my only problem with Pose, it's like a two prong problem. Sometimes the episodes go too long. You said that to me before. Sometimes they go a little too long. I have the attention span of a gnat. But I always say then that's a writing thing because if something's written really well, you won't even pay attention to right. the time. Well, it goes really fast. And sometimes, sometimes, but though it's gotten less and less, sometimes it feels like they're giving gay 101 lessons. Well, this is what I think they're doing. Because the se- first of all, I, I'm enjoying the season, but I thought the, I loved the first season. But the first season, the ratings were terrible. People really didn't support it the way I thought they did. And I'm very glad that they got a second season. And I think with a lot of shows... They've already you, been picked up Yeah, for third. a third. Thank goodness. Yeah. But I think with a lot of shows, the second season can get a little weird. And they tried to do something to really get a broader, broader audience. And they have. Yeah. And I think the third season... Coming back with that audience right. that you've built in will also will, be interesting. Will, will be where great back to story. Yeah, absolutely right. You know, I mean, there is there are things going on in Pose that I think are crucial. I and mean, when you, I, I 
deal with a lot of the young people. And they have, I mean, all joking aside, they have no idea. And it's good that they don't know that AIDS is was always, back in the day, was a death sentence. Absolutely. That's a good thing. Yes. But it's also a bad thing because, you know, they have no context of, you know, they think AIDS is done. It's like you pop a pill well, and it's Well, to done. them, it's it's taking a pill. It's a chronic, and, it's, yeah, a chronic it's a chronic, it's a, it, it's a chronic and, and in a lot of ways, you know, it, it, that's the strides we've made, right? And it is. No, it and, is. And, and I don't want those kids... I want them to be safe and to be careful, but I don't want them to have the worries like I did with my friends who I would have a friend go into the hospital on Friday and would be dead by Monday. No, I wouldn't know? wish that. I don't, Listen, I don't want that era to ever I wouldn't ever wish return, that on anybody know? either, but the thing is... But that, I like that the story is being told like that now well, and you're Well, they need to know, it, but yeah. people need to know, know this the stuff. history of it They need to know the story of a, a plague and yes. they need to know this stuff because you... It's sort of like you can't, it's almost like Holocaust deniers in a way. You can't understand or slavery deniers. Right. You have to, just because things are good now, you have to understand what things were like. And where it came from. And, where, and understand and how, it can come how back. easily we can swing right back to that. Right. Because we're not 10 steps ahead of that. No. You know what I'm saying? We're like as, two steps ahead. And especially as funding for things. I mean, yeah. the pose that it's coming out now, this is a show actually that only makes sense during the Trump administration because there's so much vitriol now being directed at at people of color yeah at cisgendered women that's the term i, I yes. learned how to use that term that and trans women of color who right. are still being murdered at a very high right. alarming rate so this rate. is a show that needs for right now and billy porter is doing legacy work on this the actor who plays angel what is her no name? little oh uh, India Moore. India Moore. Lo- fantastic. Yeah. And MJ Rodriguez, yeah. who plays Blanca. Right. I mean, there are some of the And plot- Dominique. Everybody. Some of the plots yeah. are like a little like eye-rolling, but it's not yeah, but a documentary. You know and it's also for young people. Yeah, it's not and, a documentary. And, yeah. All right? It's not... So it's anyway, entertainment television, yeah, and I'm glad that it's there. And it's, like I said, some of it's a little eye-rolling. All right, so Pose, we're, like, we're totally into love, Pose. Love, All right, love, I'm going to now give my impassioned speech about Jane the Virgin. I don't watch that shit. Okay, Jane the Virgin... I, I don't used care to about be it. like, okay, I'm going to tell you something. If you watch it, you would love you it. You keep saying that. You would love it. I never watched it because it was on the CW. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I am over the age of 30. Why would I watch anything on the CW? Right. And then I would always read these reviews about it and stories about it. And then it won like a Peabody Award. Jane the Virgin's in its last season. But Jane the Virgin may be one of the funniest, most politically astute. It's 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 embracing of all cultures. A lot of the show is done in Spanish. It's very self-aware. It's a telenovela about a telenovela. And it's ending this um, year. I'm very sad. I love it. The acting's great. It's funny. Um, there have been some... Re- Brooke Shields is on it this year, and she's killing. Um, Mrs. Cory Booker was on it for a while. Oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Okay. Um, yeah, anyway. I'm just saying. But it's it's a really good show. You're never going to see so this many Is the show about a virgin? It's about, okay, Jane is the, the, the gist of the show, and this is the telenovela part. Jane is going to a gynecologist. It's a long time ago, but she's going to a gynecologist appointment. And her doctor accidentally, artificially inseminates her with the sperm of her brother. Not Jane's brother. The doc- so oh, she, she ends up having a baby... 
without ever a, having sex. Without it. So she is technically a virgin, but she and then she's actually married to somebody else, and then she gets involved with a guy who's baby, and then there's intrigue, and there's murders, and there's all sorts of crazy shit. Does she ever finally end up having sex? Yes, she ends okay. up marrying her boyfriend, who then is killed. But is he? Because it's a telenovela. Gotcha. So people just sort of pop up, and it's very, very funny. And there's a voiceover, and, and there's lots of anti, a lot of anti-Trump jokes too. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I love Jane the Virgin, and I'm watching, and it's ending this year, and I'm very sad. It's mm-hmm. this last season. All right, Big Little Lies. Baby, let me just tell you something. First off, Meryl Streep's um, okay. mouth, her mouth deserves. Can okay. they give an award for? Who, Let's just talk the about mouth. Big Little Lies. Nobody else but Meryl Streep. Just Meryl Streep. The acting on Meryl Streep. Even even when she's not talking. A facial expression. No, she didn't say. The flick of her shoulder. The turn of her head. How many words did she say in last night's episode? Like three. Right. Three. It was just a lot of this. A lot of eyes up. The mouth. The the turn of the head. The turn of the head. Everything. The shoulder. I think she may have said three lines. It's it's just no. Meryl Streep is a master class. No, she's a master class. But you know who else is a master class on this show? Laura Dern Ugh. is giving me. First of all, Laura Dern is always great. Laura and Dern people is need great. to. She's and people old, need to go back and watch. Um, Enlightened. Enlightened. Yeah, she's. Oh, she as Renata mm. is just. Mm. I'm like, give it to me. I want to be Laura. I want to. I want in my mind. I want to look like Laura. Dern. And she has the best wardrobe on the show. The best. She has the best wardrobe. No, her clothes the are the fucking her best. Are Someone the best. pointed out the best part about that show is how she consistently mispronounces <laughs> Reese Witherspoon's character's name. Everyone else calls right. her Madeline, right? And she calls her Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> like she that that her character is so unhinged right. that she doesn't even care that nobody even wants to correct her. That she's mispronouncing her name. I mean, the scene of her... Stuffing the tissues in her husband's mouth. Or, or last night, when they're in the bankruptcy court, oh. and the young lady stands up. At first, she's like, yes, I'm owed the $72,000. She's giving him out, like, yes, she shares. And then the 160, and she's looking like the 164. And she's like, what? And she's like, Stress management. Stress management. <laughs> and... The, the look no, that she gave amazing. when the judge turns over looks at her and him, I'm like, these yeah. are the kids who are showing you we are old school Hollywood actors. No, she just... gave you full, my, you see her face change from one thing to another. she was married to Ben Harper? Yes, for years. I know, right? For years, they were together, and they have two kids. I know, I know, I bet they're cute. And then the first day, he filed for divorce unexpectedly. Then they they kind of patched it back up together. Then and again in 2015, the woman they broke up. That Angelina Jolie swiped Billy Bob from. That was her man. They I lived know. together. He went to make a movie and never came home. Motherfucker. <laughs> Billy Bob came. could get it if he. I mean, Billy Bob. Oh God, Amy. He's he looks cute. like an unwashed toilet. <laughs> it's like how there's something hot. You know, the French have a word for ugly hot. No, listen, you know I love ugly hot. I told you, you no know, Like Mark my... Anthony is ugly hot. Stormzy is ugly hot. Stormzy I told you, is Stormzy ugly is ugly hot. hot. Billy Bob is ugly hot. No, Billy Bob just looks like an unfair uh-uh, I'm sorry. I will. No. I could right now, if I had my phone on me, which I don't, I could call five women I know, some of whom are African-American. And, and they're they would... all single because they think he's hot. <laughs> That's why. So you call your wrong. call your single friends and be like, let's talk about how hot Billy Bob Thornton. There's and I can call five homosexuals right now. Be like Billy Bob Thornton. They'll be like, what, bitch? No, get off my phone. There's something about him. I can't. I can't. I mean, I would never because ew. But there's something about him. But anyway, Lord, so Big Little Lies. 
All right. So here's my thing. Mm-hmm. It's ending next week. Yes, it is. So so we don't know. But I will say this. If I see one more fucking flashback with water and drowning, I'm going to scream. <laughs> or or Bonnie just moping around. I'm like, how did they not know Bonnie did it? She's been acting like she's done it since well, see, episode here's one. The, here's the other thing, too. Now, I mean, I read all the recaps. I love reading recaps yeah. of the shows. Here's the thing. And I know it's television and it's fiction and we're not supposed to use logic. But... In theory, what yeah. they did was self-defense. No. She was well, attacking. Yes, except he, when she Harry came. was yes. attacking somebody. Yes. And somebody pushed him. to. So, in theory, they could have gotten away with self-defense. They actually could have said, yeah. So, it is a little weird how, you know. They're but, acting like they gunned this guy right. down. And, but, you know, listen, when you're trying to create a story to keep a show going it's based know, off of one book, you got to be like, also, well, we now we have and to cover also the lie. last night, I, no judge would have let it gone that level of slut-shaming. Right. That was a level of slut shaming. Yeah. Or oh, that actor that played uh, Meryl Streep's lawyer. Uh-huh. He lives in my neighborhood. He's very nice. I see him in the store a lot. He's super cool. Oh. Just, just I love that Meryl Streep that is playing no a character named Mary Louise, which is her real name. I know. You didn't I tell me that. I live for the fact that she's playing Mary Louise. No, but she's amazing in this. She's like... the. It's, it's like, just when... Pull up the Emmy truck... Pull Just up the Golden it. Grove truck. Pull up the SAG Awards truck because she's getting them all. Well, somebody said <laughs> some, I read something all. really funny. They said the, the, um, Nicole Kidman's character, Celeste, is a lawyer. And what's going to happen is she is now requested to cross-examine. I like that because you, you're finally seeing her step up into her Celeste-ness. No, but what, the, what someone said, though, this is great. They said in the real world. Yeah. She would never be allowed to do that. They right. probably, but they said, but Nicole Kidman, as an executive producer, said, oh, no, I want a one-on-one with Meryl Streep. Are you kidding me? This I is mean, the human highlight. We and this is about time. to be the last episode, so, so like, let bring it on. Let it rip. All right, I find the Zoe Kravitz character... To annoying as fuck. Annoying yeah. as fuck. Zoe, yeah. The Zoe Kravitz character... And I love me. her, but... This moping around, sad no, Bonnie, I'm like, oh, Jesus No, Christ. it's like, and you don't love your husband. <laughs> oh, the, and, oh, I, what? That shit was fierce. When she was telling her mother all of that shit, thinking her mother's dying, and the tear rolls down her eyes because she can hear everything she's saying. And she's like, when I pushed him, I was pushing you. I married a man that I don't. And I was like, ooh, here we go. I know. Like, give me some juice with her, something. You know what? There's not enough this season, though. Well, this is... Something I stole from a, a website, I'm going to mm-hmm. say that, and then something I feel. All right, one thing there isn't enough of this season is the house porn, the location porn. Oh, uh, yeah, Because okay. that location porn the first season was, was beautiful. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is that's missing from this season is the intercutting with all the people in the town and the school talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it added like a nice trite, it did. trashy element mm-hmm. to it. And we needed more of that hot black teacher. Like, I feel like we got you a couple. He was hot? The man? Uh, really? The hot black teacher? You talking about the guy that was trying to teach them about global warming to uh, the seven-year-olds? Uh, yeah, he's hot. Okay. Okay, this is the chick who just sat here and said, let me just tell you something. Billy Bob Tor- Thornton makes my titties ache. No, I didn't say that. It's like... That's why you're not having sex. You say titty and you're immediately... You revert to being a 10-year-old at summer camp. I am camp. a 10-year-old at summer camp. I we am... need to get you... I'm going to find... First of all, I'm going to help Amy find a man this summer because Amy's still hot and she's smart and she needs a... <laughs> Any of you smart, I need you to be, a, you know, please be heterosexual. That will work. Yeah, please, to, to, please. Like, 
please. We got a lady here. She's smart. She has a penthouse with big outdoor space and unobstructed views <laughs> in Brooklyn, motherfuckers, that she owns. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, where are y'all? I don't have a Fendi bag, but I do have the bad attitude, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do have the bad attitude. What other television are we watching? Um, I'm watching Claws. I don't know if you watch Claws. I have never watched Claws. I love Claws. There's too much television, though. Can no. we just say that? The funny thing is, just right. Everybody got rid of cable. Like I haven't had cable in three years. <gasps> How but, do you watch TV then? Well, I have an Apple TV and I have a Roku and I have all of the channels. And so you I have, have to pay for each one. Well, no. The thing is, like everybody else, I kind of have a. I have two different logins. One that was created for me from a from, we'll with my sister. We'll yeah. have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because we'll I have a feeling we're in illegal territory. I used to yeah. have a. I used to have a jailbroken um, Amazon Fire Stick, and then they figured Ooh, that part uh, out. Yeah. yeah. They still sell them in my barbershop. Yeah. Like, well, they figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, but they. Every time they figure that one out, there's a criminal who comes along like, here's like the, the nut, new one. The, nut, the yeah. nutcrackers of television. Oh my God, the nutcracker. I love a nutcracker. <laughs> you Had didn't even know what a nutcracker was until like three we years ago. We still don't know what's actually in the nutcracker. But I feel embarrassed. Yeah. I feel as someone who has their finger on the pulse of urban America, yeah. I should have known what a fucking nutcracker was. Well, you know what? Because your neighborhood is, how do we say in French, white White, now. yeah. They're not really walking up and no, down the street selling them. I like, know. I'm in Harlem where every street festival, every everything you can I find know. them coming through the barbershop. But even bad. though they were selling a lot of them at uh, Soul Summit, which was... Over, the music was amazing and the energy was great, but overcrowded. Was that crazy. another situation where you were two blocks from my house and you didn't call me? You know, it's like, I don't, it's I don't okay, understand Courtney. the question. It's okay. I, first of all, I kind of went kicking and screaming because I don't really like crowds anymore. No, and it used to be such a great, sexy party. It was a great But party. now it's like the thing. It's, so it's, it's the black Coachella it, And now. it's so many people like, yeah, we got there. A, the, Soul Summit, yeah. for those of you, this has nothing to do with television. Right. But Soul Summit is a long-standing yeah. free house uh, music party that they've been having in Brooklyn since 2003. And it's amazing. And, and it it's used to be in sexy, now, let's yeah. be, it used to be in this little park in Fort Greene, and then the neighborhood got mad and kicked everybody out, and then it resurrected itself in Fort Greene Park, and the neighborhood got mad and. It used to be every week, and then it was once in a while, and now it's like the parks department sponsor, but it's like a fucking place to be seen. So Miss Linden, because I'm just that girl, and like, I'm that gun, because it's played out. But the music is always good. The music is amazing, but like everything it's in New York, crowded. everything in New York, if there's something good and it's free, it catches on, then it becomes a thing, and everybody and their Plus, mother shows up. Plus, too many people up. show up who don't know how to dance. And, and now it's like, it's not even just about dancing it's because about everybody comes up. and you set up your picnic. And that's what it's supposed to be, right? But when it gets so overrun. It's really crowded. And it's at the top of the hill, so it's so crowded yeah. that you end up like on the slope of the hill and yeah. so many people. That just changes that's the vibe and energy. New York, yeah. We're just desperate to like escape. We be need some, right, because so we pay so much fucking money to, to live, live here, here that you're like, where's the free shit? Where's the free <laughs> shit? The we free need the free. All right, so Claws, explain yeah, that Yeah, it's, it's a great show about... Um, uh, these manicurists. In, oh, is that the one with Niecy Nash? And let me. And I'm so happy for her to see her. She was be killing in, in the um, lead uh, in the show. Is, that's uh, not a comedy, you know. Well, and, no, she was amazing in um. Moving when they on, see us, called, when they see us. Yeah, oh, she was amazing in when they see us. But and in, in, it's just it's a for show on TV. Anybody, by the way, listening to this, and of course, if you're listening to this, you're already like on the right side of things. Anyway, I mean, right meaning good. Um, if you ever have any doubts in your mind about the roots of Donald Trump's racism, watch the documentary about the Central Park Five and watch Ava DuVernay's When They See Us. 
And that's all I want to say about that. Yeah, yeah. So I just—it's just one of those shows that I, it's a guilty summer pleasure. It's a summer okay. show. Well, that's and, what summer shows should be. And I'm watching Queen Sugar again. I did not like. I've see- never seen that. Oh, Will I love so it? Oh, good. Yeah, it's something I love. Especially if you go back, season one is amazing. Okay. I hated season three, so I fell out of that. But okay. to me, season four is back on track, and that's really good. Su- Listen, I like good summer TV. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. It's soap opera-y. Okay, and, good. And, it, and it, it, it's just good storytelling. Okay. And Greenleaf is coming back, I believe, no, in I August. That that's another show that's on OWN that it's I love. too much to And I never watch OWN. I'm, I'm so excited that Hard Knocks is coming back in this year. Oh my God, HB- you, I've never heard of any of these shows. Hard Knocks is a show that's come on HBO for years where they follow a different football team throughout oh, their training football. camp. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. always so good. And this year, yeah. the team is the Oakland Raiders, who just signed Antonio Brown and Richie Incognito, who just got suspended two games for some off-the-field shit. See, what could go wrong this, there with a the camera following here, Antonio this Brown is, this, this and Richie Incognito? This is the part where I pretend to know what he's talking about. Yeah, you're like, I'm the one... Who, I'm so funny. My friends always, they're like, we can't believe... You like sports as much as you do. No, I, I can love, believe it. Love, I just don't love, like football love, love, very so, much. No, but I just have a bunch of friends. They don't really give a shit about sports. And like, what are you doing? I'm I like, don't trust people. I'm the one on draft day. I'm in front of that TV all day, free agency. I'm watching the jumps, nine-hour telecast. I watch all of the drafts. I want to know where everybody's going. I love that Speaking shit. Speaking of draft day, the next time we get together, we can talk about the uh, next and must-see TV. We can talk about the, uh, the next uh, Democratic... Um, debates, and I told you this. And My you... birthday, July thirty first, oh, is, is right. the second debate. But you, t- I said to you that they were having um, like a draft for who's going to be in the next debate, and you went, "Oh, that's ridiculous." No, it is not. That's what they're going to do. They have turned this thing. Fucking Trump has turned everything into reality show. Must Ugh. see. We're, we begin bombing in five and, minutes. And the fact that everybody just falls into that shit. Uh. First of all, I need some of you people who know that you've got 1%. Drop out of the fucking race and stop wasting well, time. Them, uh, now it's time to start getting to it. Marianne I need, Williamson, I need goodbye. The, I need a Tulsi, bunch of you to goodbye. just Go. drop out Go. and let's get to the real deal people. The top five. Let's go and, to the top five. And, and cut the bullshit. Oh, I also Warren, need the Democrats... To stop doing what they always do, they eat their own, right. and it gives it hands everything to the Republicans who are sitting back we like we're like, oh, good, we're gonna let you guys. Go. Oh, you're calling each other racist. We don't have to do anything. No. They're doing it for I us. I think it will all come together by the end. All right. Any other TV you're watching this summer? Anything else? That Sports I was Center. That's it. Yeah, Sports Center. You know, yeah, I, I, I think my son oh, and the Great Food Truck Race on the Food Network. Oh my God. Love it. How gay is that, right? I'm sitting there like, oh my God, look, they have to make hamburgers <laughs> by the beach. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't think of anything. I can't think. I'm trying to think when I came back, the things that I had to catch up on. So it was like a cat out of Jane the Virgin, Pose, Big Little Lies, and that's about it. I have a very small brain. I can only yeah. take one HBO series at a time. Oh, you know what? I was very, I, I hate watch The Shy. Yeah, I, I I didn't get into it. I, I tried the first the season. I tried. I love and the I kids. I, I love the it. little kids on it. I mm-hmm. think they're great. The guy that's the lead, the one from uh, Jason Mitchell, so he's never going to work in television again. Mm-hmm. He's been fired. I just sort of hate watch it, but I watch it because I feel like it's good for the culture. Mm-hmm. And then I'm done with it. It isn't killing me. 
Anyway, I just we, we figured we'd throw a little TV stuff in there, yep. just you know, to show the depth. Because I've stopped reading; I was reading all year, and I haven't read a book in three. In, Listen, in three and we're weeks. excited for Robin. You know, uh, Robin, Rob. Our next recap, we'll tell you about how the show was, and when we got arrested by attacking her, and then you when know, they dragged just us all off. kind of crazy shit. So you know, it's almost time for me to. Get out of here, put my headphones on, and finish listening to Super Delicious by Megan Vice, which is, oh, I'm, Megan Vice has this EP. Who's Megan Vice? She's this Brooklyn-based pop so... artist, and Very she has funny. an EP out that I'm really enjoying, and she has a song called Super Delicious. I okay. will send it to you. It's very, not very be, summer, and it makes me feel like a Not to be confused with Megan the Stallion, right? I love her. I know you do. I love her. I love her. Okay. And I love what she stands for. And I love that she's still in school. Yeah. I love that she's being like, yo, you can yeah. be educated. You can do this. You can be strong. You can have an opinion. And I and I like her, her rap style. I like it. What do you think about, and then we'll wrap this up. What do you think about Jermaine Dupree's Yeah, no, what did comment, he say? Basically saying, when they were asking him, what do you think about female rappers today? And he said, First and, and who's, who's the best? Jermaine Dupree anything? Well, you know, there's been a, there's, you know, we're coming up on a big anniversary of So So Death. And I have to say, I worked, oh. at, I worked at Columbia for those So So Death yeah. years when he was that young guy out of Atlanta. Right, right. And he made a, he made had a lot of hit records. No, he I did know. his thing. So they were asking him about, you yeah, know, yeah. rappers and who's the best. And he said, essentially, I don't hear anybody rapping to be the best. I hear everybody basically there's like a bunch of strippers talking about I dance at this club, I dance at this club, I dance at this club. Nobody's really saying anything, so I can't really judge on who's the best. Well, the ladies didn't appreciate that so much. Well, I mean... <laughs> Starting with Miss Cardi B, then they all have responded. Yeah. And I find it interesting because, you know, I do think that there are a lot of amazing female rappers out there that people are not paying attention well, to. Well, they never did. I mean, the fact that we always call it female rappers. Right. I mean, right. you know, the fact right. that the fact that in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that only one woman rap artist name has ever even come up in conversation right. be in the Rock, rock and Roll and Hall Which Fame. one was that? Latifah? Latifah. Right. I mean, you know. It, not it, even Missy. Has Missy even come up for a vote ever? Missy's not eligible yet. She really? Might, yeah, it's 25 years for since your first record. If you're, unless it you're hasn't been 25 Sista. years since the rain? No, has it? I mean, I... Maybe. Well, the point is, is yeah. that... The point is, is that... So... Jermaine Dupree, whatever. Right. <laughs> he's yeah. a talented guy. Speaking of... And a nice guy. I like Jermaine. Is he? Yeah, he's a really nice he person. He is a talented guy. And he's a really nice person. And that Trisha Burrard record, what was that woman that she he Oh, had? Trina Broussard. Oh, that was a great record. <laughs> that was a great, great record. She yeah. can really sing. She can really just sing. Just another one. Of, I still have the advance of that album somewhere. Me too. Yeah, I still... Let me just it. ask you a quick question, then we'll go. All right. So, how many more remixes of Old Town Road is uh, Little Nas X going to put out? Um, well, how many more remixes of Jennifer Lopez Medicine am I going to get in my box? Because every time I fucking open up an email box, they're like, it's the Metro City remix. I'm like, you're really trying to get this motherfucker to number one at dance. I've got the 838th remix of it. <laughs> he, were, I remember years ago going to see, I mean, it's obviously years ago. And here's the thing with Little Nas Six. This little EP and song might be it. So get as much of it as you can. I just remember seeing Montel Jordan a million trillion years ago, and his entire set consisted of this is how we do it, and then another song, and then this is how we do it. 
And then this is how we do it. And then I remember seeing Rex in effect, and their entire set was, was Rum Shaker. Rum Shaker. And then another song, and then Rum Shaker. Now the remix. Right. So bless his heart, little Nas X. He's just going to, you know, bless his heart. Listen, I hope for him that. This, and I think the EP is actually done all right for him. Yeah. And I think it's, it was like number one and then after kind well, of Well, I mean, I think two. what happened with him is he put out a single. They had no idea it was going to do what it did. And they yeah. said, oh, shit, now we got to get an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they, they made it. They got an EP out there. And I like the fact that he came out and he said he's gay. I'm like, listen, for all of these kids and all of these young kids of color and young queer kids, for yeah. me, I'm like, keep going, man. Yeah, it's fine. Grab it. Just I be mean, excellent. He's, he's not. I mean, look. It's, my thing is just, just be excellent. But it's hard to say because I'm in my 50s, right? So it's hard for me to say ignore all of the comments because I see them. They're really obsessed no. about who's saying what and what and what. Be excellent. Hone your craft. And I know you're working on a full-length album. Put everything you got into that so that you Not don't come off nothing. as a one I mean, one he seems like a, a sweet kid. Not for nothing. Seems like a nice kid. I, I, I think we know it. I think his craft is pretty much this song. Well, we'll see, right? Because there I are mean, a lot of people... I mean, this is not that... the second coming of Well, Nas. let's just see, because after Bodak Yellow, did anybody think that Cardi B would be the thing? Bodak, like, think about this... Bodak the... Yellow was... Um... Was such a big... <laughs> no, but yeah. I'm saying Bodak Yellow was the message compared to... <laughs> compared to Old Town Yeah, Road. but I gotta tell you, like... You know, you you make the association of love and hip hop and all of that stuff. Yeah. I don't think anybody could predict no, not at all. that she would suddenly that would catapult her no. to another level. But he seems, it, and I'm glad, and I will say the kids love him. They do. They do love him. I think he he's a, a positive role model. Right. And I like. I mean, the fact that he was gay was like, duh. Right. But <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to that shit. It was so funny that we that the, the kids still make the announcement, and I was just like, oh. And I saw some kids being like, oh, not even giving a no, shit. No, they don't care. Kids, but I, I will say the one thing about the current, they don't care. It doesn't even it doesn't yeah. even factor into which it. is a mate that shows you that's great. that each fight, they're just each like, generation's is fight. Is the music good? At, at, that's and, all they care about. Right. Is the music good? Right. Like, they don't care that they don't care they're just like are you good you know which is how it should be is it hot does it look good i don't give a damn you know who's miley cyrus right <laughs> right that's billy ray cyrus that's miley's dad who's miley oh well all right we're gonna should we go now because we're in the bronx and we may have to leave before they shut the trains down or jennifer lopez shows up to shoot a music video right oh. outside the house the way i like i'm really returning oh, I know. like do you remember and i know I, I know you guys are like what the fuck is with your obsession with her but we are in the bronx and i will just say this where we go i remember when she was shooting the jenny from the block video in beverly hills and with that the, all i'm going to say is Thank you for listening to another Thanks episode of I'm Gonna Let You Finish. And we once again, we talk And we, we did again. it. I'm so proud of ourselves. Bye. I'm Black Oprah. That was Amy. And Bye. we'll see you on the next time. <laughs> Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.